and carry the show where we don't just report on french science spirituality and claims of the paranormal but take part ourselves yep when they make the claims we pull an april fool so you don't have to i'm carrie poppy and i'm ross blotcher and yes this is our post april fools prank <laughs> episode uh, just to unpack that and also update on a few other things yeah. like our max fun drive we have some fun news and some not as fun news but we'll get there mm-hmm <laughs> So about April Fools. So some people in the rest of the world celebrate it, and others don't. So right, it is uh, this insufferable holiday. I will agree. <laughs> I love it. I love it. Where I have no problem with it. A- April first, where you need to be hyper vigilant because who knows? <laughs> everyone will lie to you. Yeah, everyone lies to you, and my son really enjoys it. I think. Ah, uh, see, Andrew and I we're kindred spirits. Yeah, yeah. We like orange. Orange. We like yep. April Fools. Mm-hmm. I can only ever remember orange, even though this happens a lot. Other things come mm-hmm. up, right? Uh, he tried to prank me that Trump was being impeached. And I said, uh-huh. I haven't I haven't heard that anywhere. Can you show? It <laughs> doesn't just happen. <laughs> like, can you show me? Did you read an article? And he's like, April Fool's. <laughs> oh, oh, I get it. That was good. That was good, Andrew. That's funny because I pulled a similarly bad presidential prank oh, on really? the morning of April 1st. Yeah, so. Um, <laughs> you and Andrew, orange. Yeah. So my friend Abe, who you've met, uh, he and I both love Miley Cyrus, and so on the morning of April 1st, I like pulled out my phone, was scrolling, and I, listen, you're going to agree with me, I made a very believable face. I was like this. Oh, Carrie looks uh, just shocked at yeah, what's right? in her hand. And She's then, not even holding a real phone. Yeah, so you guys. The acting and if I here were, is amazing. I, I would be using my non-dominant hand. A lot is going on here. But <laughs> I, so I looked at it like that, as Ross will test, acting very well, and I said, Miley Cyrus is running for president. And And that's believable enough. Right. I would buy it. It's a culture where that happens. Mm -hmm. And Abe said, oh, well, you know who we're voting for. (laughs) (laughs) Love (laughs) it. So nonchalantly. And I was like, oh. That's my kind of humor. I appreciate it. (laughs) Well done, Abe. April Fool. And then he was like, oh, okay. Oh, wind (laughs) taken right out of the sails. So April Fool's not as fun. April Fool's. People often refer to it as the skeptic's holiday because oh. it's the one day a year that everybody gives the proper Has amount no of scrutiny. Oh, okay. <laughs> of course, we don't want to all live that way where of we're course. constantly just doubting everything. So we'd been talking about doing an April Fool's episode for a for long years. time. Yeah, every time it came up with oh we should have done something right so one idea we'd had for a couple years is well what if we bring someone on who's like our new guru or our new pseudoscience leader yeah and and we'll just buy into it hook line and sinker and it will be patently obvious yeah it'll be ridiculous that it's a that it's a joke from you know the first few sentences we've trained everyone to expect us to be rational and Mm -hmm. hopefully hopefully (laughs) <laughs> hip to uh, these kinds of techniques, but this time we'll just buy into it completely. And it'll be just like so preposterous that it will be obvious. So uh, that's, that's what that we did. That's what we thought we did. So we, uh, so we invited Beth Appel, who is this amazing improviser and actress from the Upright Citizens Brigade Theater. She's also the artistic director there. We and the host of the podcast. Everything is Rent. Yeah. A if very you're re- funny podcast. If you're really into the show Rent. Yeah. Or even moderately into it. I think you'll like it. It's I very goofy. I have seen it. You haven't seen Rent? I haven't seen Rent. Have you heard Rent? No. 
Whoa. I'm not against it. Sure. I just haven't. Yeah. You got to pay your rent. Sure. I mean, I do pay rent. Oh, okay. I'm familiar with the concept and do mm-hmm. Well, regularly. the people in rent don't pay their rent. Oh, is... That's part of the thing. Ah. Yeah. And thus the plot thickens. Yes. <laughs> okay. Well, anyways. Um, anyway. I, I met her for the first time maybe about 10 minutes before we started recording. No, you met her at Drew's birthday party. Oh, Okay. <laughs> well, I'm, all right well i don't think she remembered having met me so i don't feel oh, bad. okay we introduced ourselves outside of your, uh, okay your office well yeah so she's she's really great and we intentionally told her hey don't tell us anything about what your bad philosophy is going to be just surprise us surprise us completely we will use your real name so that if people google it as they're going through we have this you know fail safe that they will see oh this is a comedy actress right in the email thread you had said oh, you feel okay with that ross you got anything you wanted to add and i never responded oh, okay cool so <laughs> yeah so she came up with this wild idea combining her jewish faith and she's gotten recently really into fitness mm-hmm. but also sees like the toxic elements of you know when that can be taken really to the extreme where people are judging your body and so on right so i think she was kind of blowing off steam about those problems and we heard about it with pretty much the same prep that you did. Yep. It was all in real <laughs> exactly time. Exactly the same, yeah. <laughs> We just said, we're, we're just going to run with we're it. We're going to yes and this. And, and improvise. Yeah, that's a concept in improv. You know, anything anybody does, you just say yes, and then you add to add it. Add more information. Mm-hmm. Yeah. There were definitely times during this where I had to lean back from the microphone to laugh. Uh, or where I grimaced uh, in a very obvious fashion. And Beth is so good at not breaking character. The, the it's one, wild. The one time she did was when you said rectum. Oh, that's right. She really did laugh. <laughs> she started to laugh and then she had to <laughs> excuse herself. I'm sorry. I've just never heard that term before. Right. <laughs> <laughs> so most of you loved it. Thank you so much for all your kind comments and emails. We Not got, everybody did. That's true. We got a lot of messages from people telling us exactly at which point they were tipped off. <laughs> yeah. For some, it was when I introduced her as our leader. Uh-huh, uh-huh. Uh, for others, it was when you mentioned having lost 45 pounds right. and being now 85 to 90 pounds. Right. Which at is five, seven would absurd. be very, very thin. Yeah, very. Well, some people weigh that, I'm sure. But yeah. Well, uh, for you to make yeah, that kind yeah. of transition would be unhealthy and, and unwise. Very, very rapid. Yeah. And others, it was when they learned that I had promised not to have sex with my wife. <laughs> I think the most popular one was when you guys reveals that you were part of a multi-level marketing oh, pyramid scheme. Right, right. As soon as we were describing a multi-level marketing scheme right. without using the word pyramid. Right. Where I was like, it's like a triangle structure. You what said, would you call that? You said there's like a lot of levels to it. <laughs> So we were playing it straight, but we thought we had put in enough patent absurdities uh, that it would become obvious to someone over time that this was a joke. Now, not everyone is the same. Not everyone has the same listening habits. Mm -hmm. And a lot of people listen to the podcast just kind of in a queue with other things that comes up. Mm -hmm. It's playing in the background. They haven't looked at the name of the episode. They Mm -hmm. haven't checked the date it was released. Or they're just listening to it in the background and not paying super close attention, you Mm -hmm. know, just kind of tuning in and out with Mm -hmm. other things that they're doing in their lives. And we heard a lot of feedback along all those different paths. So we got everything from, oh, you guys got me. That's hilarious. I love it. 
to which was most people to some people wrote in very angrily and told me I should not be cheating on my wife. <laughs> One guy was just imploring me, please, Russ, don't do this. This is not worth it. Do not cheat on your wife for this. I, I got a sweet email telling me to please eat. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Eat something. Mm-hmm. Your uh, hunger is actually a useful biological mechanism telling ha- you to eat. True. Ha- it's true. Uh, one person was telling me that Beth was just trying to sleep with me and I hadn't oh, thought yeah. about that. Oh, maybe that could have been the uh, undercurrent there. So some people would be super angry, like, you know, you guys are normally so smart. Why have you done this? <laughs> you are in the thrall of a cult. You need to get out now. My favorite one, though, was this one guy who, like, the whole time believed it and was so chill about it. He yeah. wrote in and was like, well, you're more open-minded than I am. <laughs> yeah, some people said, well, you handled her really well. I thought she was kind of mean yeah. <laughs> and acerbic and, you, you know... You handled it a lot better than I would. Yeah, very sweet. And some people were angry at her. You know, she's manipulative and horrible. You Mm -hmm. need to stay away from her. And by the way, Beth is super sweet. That is not her personality. She's playing a character. And then sometimes when we respond with just a, well, this was an April Fool's prank, then they would respond and say, oh my goodness, actually I'm listening to it again and it's hilarious. Right. So that's what we were going for. Of course. Uh, We thought everything we were presenting was absurd, but- We also got a lot of feedback from people who were hurt, offended, felt a betrayal of trust. Yeah. uh, Because we were, our comedy is so absurdist. I think we both kind of share that. Yeah. And we loved just playing it straight and Mm -hmm. hoping that purely the context of the words themselves would carry the, the absurdity. Some people felt, well, hey, we've come to trust you. You didn't give us any warning about this. And the discussion veered into issues of weight and eating for a lot of people. That was just, uh, it was hard to hear, especially coming from us. Things that we thought were absurd and we would agree, you know, we're all in agreement here. Right. These are absurd things to tell someone that you should be okay with being hungry right. or that you need to lose a lot of weight or that your BMI means a fuck because right. it doesn't right. or, or that it's okay to judge people. You know, yeah. all of these things, I think Beth was clearly lampooning the horrible stuff that she's heard. Yeah. And it was all at the expense of the assholes who say things like that. And and people rightly pointed out, these are things that you hear in real life. Totally. Yeah. And I think something that I learned from this, and it took a good day for me to like not be upset by having upset people, but later was like, okay, I think what I can take from this is when you do build up this structure where people are used to your commentary coming in a certain way, mm-hmm. where our, our commentary is very direct, you know, we'll say, well, that doesn't make sense. Mm-hmm. And so you're used to that from us and even people who are accustomed to irony you know they don't have a sense of humor or whatever but they're still just like oh wait this other this totally other stylistic thing was smashed into a format I'm used to and now I'm just sort of thrown a kimbo and I don't really know which way's up and I think that kind of ended up having a bunch of unexpected effects. Yeah. And we both thought we were so calibrated to think that, that this was so over the top that it would become apparent and then we'd all be in on the joke together, hopefully. But that's not the case. And there's a wide variety of people and responses and how they're listening and yeah. what context. So we weren't anticipating that. And uh, totally. yeah, we we definitely did not want to make anybody feel bad about their bodies. And yeah. th- I mean, yeah. you were talking about how it really upsets you to upset anybody. Yeah. I'm that way hugely. Yeah. And it really weighs on me if I know I've made someone feel bad about themselves. Yeah. Because they shouldn't. There, There's no one who should feel bad about their bodies yeah, if they're just totally. living yeah. in their natural body. There's nothing there's nothing to be ashamed of. To pull back the curtain a little bit, I think we've both had um, tough days, like sort of absorbing this and sharing with each other when a 
this really hurt. And again, not not because the people writing the messages were doing something wrong, but because we've hurt that we hurt somebody. Yeah. And and people were, for the most part, being very sweet about saying, yes. hey, just want to contextualize this. I love you guys. You know, appreciate yeah. what you do. And normally it's great. But this this shocked me and it really made me uncomfortable. Yeah. And it, that, yeah, we learned a lot from that. So thank you for yeah. the feedback. And yeah, not our intention whatsoever. Yeah. I also don't want to make this sound like it was a bigger you know issue than it was most of you really liked it and cool awesome i'm glad you did but i think all of these reactions end up sort of going into our the data that we collect Mm -hmm. consciously and subconsciously and the next time these issues rise up this will be the very first thing i think of absolutely so learning process and Yeah. yeah definitely that it was a small portion of the feedback but that's the one that stays with us the most totally and we care about those people our listeners and very much want them to feel uh secure and confident when they're hearing us something i shared with some of the people on facebook so i guess i might as well share it here in college i was treated for an eating disorder so this is like an issue that i i get like the pain of that particular issue it really fucking sucks to think that i triggered that for anybody for me it was so ironically like punching up at body shaming and not punching down at you know, people who struggle with those issues, that it didn't trip that wire for me, mm-hmm. but I am only one person and we're always, you know, sort of sample size of one. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Two. So, you know, it's good to hear from other people. And I really thank the people who reached out with kindness just to say, this is how I felt. And I still like you. It's fine. It's an outlier in this large data set of your episodes. <laughs> yeah, I like but, that bit of feedback. <laughs> yeah. At the same time, I kind of enjoyed that we were getting such a huge storm of responses sure. and a huge variety of responses. It's always nice to hear from you guys. Because, boy, we you know, we hear it from everybody no matter what we do. Someone was recently saying, oh, well, you know, you've been kind of cookie cutter lately. Mm-hmm. And I thought, hey, well, you know, we're stirring the pot. We're getting responses. We're making people think and have mm-hmm. a discussion here. It reminded me a bit of something the Independent Investigations Group did once where we had a test we we do these tests for the cash prize hundred thousand dollars that someone can win if they can demonstrate a claim of the paranormal and so we had this guy come in and it was a magician uh, but we had him go by the name nigel Britman, and he was cheating and we helped him cheat we used different mm. ways to do that and so he seemed to be passing this paranormal test and winning the prize money oh, huh. and people in the audience were getting really upset saying no you need to oh. turn him around and so we turn him around but then we'd be using audio clues to feed him information you Whoa. know the way we'd say and what's next if we use the word and that would mean a star oh, um, wow. we we're using as uh, zener cards you know right, the, right. the standard mm-hmm. testing tool You've for probably seen in ghostbusters exactly <laughs> and then if we'd say all right, what's next? That would mean something different. Like that's ah, the circle. Smart. But then we also had a confederate in the the front row, my my old buddy Jerry Buchanan, and he would make a little hand gesture. So he'd cross his arms if it was a plus oh. symbol or he'd run his hand through his hair if it was the wavy lines. So there were all these different ways we could give fit information to the psychic. And he was doing really well. In fact, he was doing better than we told him to do. because <laughs> Because he was psychic. Right, right. He was supposed to, you know, look really, Reasonably impressive, not uh, absurdly impressive. Anyways, so afterwards that turned into a discussion. And that's kind of what I thought this episode would be, that we could talk a bit about how much faith you put in voices like ours even. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Because I want people to still be critical. We will be wrong about And skeptical of us. Right, and we are regularly and we try to own up to it. We talk about such a wide variety of topics. 
and we go into subjects that are really important to people, yeah. and we just kind of like la di da di da share share our observations, yeah. and uh, as carefully, <laughs> despite la di da di da, as carefully as we can. Maybe yeah. you're careful, la di da di. Sure, you know we want to make sure that everybody still remembers at the end of the day to keep us in check as well. Totally. And you know we're doing things like advertising products and. Uh, you know, I feel like that's another area that everyone mm-hmm. should be really critical. I mean, we have, I, I don't know, I feel like I should say this. We have turned down certain products yeah. uh, to advertise because we felt uh, not quite up to the standard of this show. Right. I, I don't know where I'm going with that other than just to remind people. I think that's an important lesson to remember just because even Ross and Carrie are saying something. You should still be thinking critically about it. Of course, for this episode, we were in a totally different mode. Right, right. Yeah. I I genuinely, honestly, I can say this. I didn't think anyone would make it past five minutes without being like, I get it. Right. And I was wrong. That's me being wrong. That's a failure of my imagination. But I'm just saying that's where my mind was. Well, we did get emails from people who were paying very close attention Mm -hmm. to these absurdities and kind of writing them out to us about how outrageous these were. Mm -hmm. But I think also a lot of people just do listen to it kind of casually in the background. They tune in, tune out. Totally. And for that application, yeah, I could see very easily. And I hadn't thought about it. About that because I was engaged in the conversation mm-hmm. in real time. I told my wife about all of this, and one of the things in the episode oh, was wow. that as part of the Judeo fitness regime, I was not allowed to have she- sex with her. That I had said that on the podcast, and Kara's reaction to that was, "Ugh, like any religion could keep you from wanting to have sex with me." Christianity tried. <laughs> Pretty good one-liner, And I said, you realize I'm going to tell everyone you said that. She's like, why? Because it's funny. (laughs) I have to. Sorry, Cara. (laughs) So that's that. Yeah. A learning experience for all. Uh, Hopefully fun for most. If you are able to listen to it again, if it kind of outraged you the first time, maybe like some others, you might enjoy it on a second listen. Yeah. If it, yeah. If it outraged you because you thought we were buying into bogus beliefs. And we should say we did later on on the the night of the second, we did replace the audio with a new version. So people in the the future will get a little preamble that warns them. Here's what we're doing. It's April 1st. Right. Exactly. Well, Ross. Shall we hey, talk? About, oh, hey, hey Ross. Uh, shall we talk about our faith healing and what has happened since? Oh, okay. Yeah. If you listen to our live Boston show with Jennings Brown, you may have heard that we were prayed over by the wonderful people at the Healing Rooms Ministries mm-hmm. at Crosstown Church, Church International. And Very good. are you healed of all that ails you? Okay. So I haven't had a migraine since. Okay. Which is pretty good. I wouldn't say that's inexplicable. You know, it's not like I never get a patch that long, but it's a long patch. Take it. Okay. My allergies. Now, this is interesting. A couple days ago, I had something and realized it had tree nuts in it and was like, oh, shit. And I hadn't had a reaction. And I thought, oh, no, am I going to have to tell everyone my my allergy just happened to go away now? And then contextualize that about how, well, allergies do go away. And I guess it could be the faith healing, but it's probably not. <laughs> anyway, then yesterday I had a Caesar salad, a vegan Caesar salad, where the Caesar dressing was not based and I didn't realize it. Terrible reaction. Oh. Don't worry, everyone. I'm still allergic to nuts. <laughs> Don't worry, everyone. <laughs> I still have this malady. 
I don't know um, if you can call it a malady, but yeah. Well, oh, and then my gone away. let's see. Well, yeah, after the show, vision, you were you were feeling pretty yeah. numb, right? After yeah, you- yeah, like sw- yeah, swollen tongue. The people who worked at WBUR were very sweet about just bringing me bottle after bottle of water, oh, and that sweet. helped a lot. Nice. And then my myopia, I'm sorry to say, is the same, maybe worse, because I've been very tired the last week. A lot's been going on for me. And so my vision feels a little cloudy at all times. Mm. So I don't think that worked. Okay. Well, uh, my complaints were sleeplessness and the eczema on my foot. As far as sleeplessness, uh, it's been a bit hit and miss lately, as usual, returning from Boston, had to catch up at work. Working crazy late nights, staying there till two and trying to get the podcast out and everything. So, uh, no, I haven't been sleeping as well as I should. Though I would say I did have one good night on the weekend where I just, you know, slept and set any. Well, I don't usually set an alarm anyway, but I slept and it was nice. Nice. And your eczema? That felt good. Eczema has been mostly good it'll it'll go through waves Mm -hmm. and i just went running for the first time in two months uh, because usually i don't feel well enough you really did get up and run around my office when we were recording with beth (laughs) that that's true that (laughs) was me literally in this tiny little office just running circles The audio seemed to work okay for that. uh So I would say it's in a good spot right now, but I've had itchy outbreaks ever since. Nobody needs to tell me to take care of it or see a doctor. I have. Just (laughs) please don't. Getting a lot of that? Yeah, just enough to be annoying. Oh, I gotcha. Both you and I don't like being infantilized. I'm an adult. (laughs) You look so pissed. (laughs) But yeah, no, I get it. My maybe biggest pet peeve is unrequested advice and I but I then have to pull back on the pet peeve sometimes and be like okay but you know you are predisposed to hate this so maybe they're saying something useful this is constant struggle mm-hmm. else it's a constant struggle I know I suffer the same thing maybe at a slightly less I don't know you, tilt. Seem, you seem pretty pissed about this eczema situation fair <laughs> and then oh I talked to Jennings today and asked him how his visions of death are going. Yeah, is he still having those? He said, no, I haven't had any since we went. Hey. And this was via text. And he said, oh, well, now I'm thinking about it. Oh, <laughs> which happened during the show. Carrie's always bringing him back to death. Yeah, so I think, uh, I'm no psychologist here, but I would guess that it is talking about death that makes Jennings think of death. <laughs> Weird. Yeah. I'm going to ponder this for a while. <laughs> Is he still living the life of a single man, though? You know, I didn't check in on that. Is he doing single person things? When I talked to him, he was on deadline writing an article, which I feel like you could do if you had a partner. I've done it when I've had a partner. I've still had uh, been on deadline. What, what does deadline mean? Oh, like uh, you're, you need to write, write an article by a particular time. It's usually like, tomorrow this article is due. Oh, that's what I would have assumed. What does that have to do with being in a relationship or not? Nothing. Oh, I'm okay. just saying that's what he was doing. Do you count that as single guy stuff? Oh. Probably not. <laughs> I get you. Okay. <laughs> I was waiting for good sexual info. Okay. Uh, yeah. I, I see what you're saying. He didn't, he didn't <laughs> randomly uh, volunteer that. He was a great guest. He was. Yeah. Yeah. Great to spend more time with him in person. We had met him in New York. He was at the yeah, show there. Totally. We have some fun Max Fun updates. Yes. Max Fun Drive went super well. Thank you, everybody. Thank I, I you. love how we sprung this complete change of format on you right after Max <laughs> Fun know. Drive ended. The day after it ended. But uh, you got us not only to 1,000 new and upgrading subscribers, which unlocked the Max Fun Dream Date episode, and not only 
did you get us to 2,000 new and upgrading Ona, Ross, and Carrie listeners, thus unlocking the keys to my portal? That sounds more sexual than I thought it would. And by unlocking my portal, I don't mean what it sounds like. I mean that I'm finally going to play Portal, a thing people want. And Carrie will get all the references now and be able to make them herself. There's something about cake. Yes. And then there's something, okay, there's some sentence people say a lot that's like got a, a salutation at the end of it. It's like... Yes, good sir, I like you, thank you. It's like something like that. I well, No, not that, that's for sure. <laughs> but do you know where what my nope. brain is grabbing for? I don't, but this oh, will be man. fun. Yeah, I feel like... Oh, I. you know, you know I, what it is? Maybe something along the lines of, I'm making a note here, huge success. That's it. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> what did I say? <laughs> yes, good sir, I like you, thank you. <laughs> well, I don't think anyone's even mentioned the companion cube. Uh, that sounds vaguely familiar, but maybe just in a cultural saturation way. You've got all kinds of fun things to learn. So we've tentatively scheduled this for April 13th. That's a Saturday at three o'clock Pacific time. Yes. So mark your calendars and we will mark ours. And I will stream it on Twitch from Ross's apartment. That's right. We'll get her loaded up on the old gaming rig. And uh, we'll make sure you can follow along on Twitch. Maybe you'll see Evening the Cat walk by. You should be so lucky. If not, I'll pick her up and uh, put her in frame. Oh, there we go. <laughs> Everyone wants to see more Evening. Can't blame them. Beautiful cat. And then not only did you do that, but you also got us to 3,000 new and upgrading members, our ultimate goal. You did. Thank you. So now we get to put up a billboard somewhere (laughs) in the U.S. that says Research Round Earth. Yep. We're going to have fun with that. Uh, Yeah, I'm looking at locations, looking at different options. We'll give you an update when we have one. Don't want to say too much, too publicly, too soon, but, you know, we'll, uh, we'll, we'll be on it. We also promised in all of that that we would go back to... Ah, yes. To Shape House. Shape House. Also known as Sweat Sleeve. (laughs) And bring thermometers this time to watch our temps go up and down. Right. Maybe we'll try some more of their services as well. We'll give it another go. Yeah. And hopefully not get bad headaches this time. Yeah, we'll see. Because, oh, I've been faith healed. Mm. So I might be Mm. fine. Might be impervious. Also, a couple more things I get to do. Get to being a loose term. I would call it have to. (laughs) So one uh, will be very fun. Uh, Your friend and mine, Jordan Morris, has never seen Pixar's Cars. What? I know. So this is our friend on the network. He co-hosts Jordan Jesse Go and is a big Disney guy, but somehow missed this classic film that many people find very irritating, but I think is great. So I'm going to indoctrinate him as the second fan of Cars. We're going to watch it together and tape it as a commentary track. I, I think most people think Cars is okay. Okay. It's like, you know, kind of for kids. See, but it's Cars okay. 2. That's... Oh, well, Cars 2 is, is awful. Mm. God awful. But I've made this distinction and people are still like, no, Cars is bad. But I am getting this... 40% from the co-host of Hidden Mickey's, Natalie Palomides, who fucking hates it. Ah, uh, where are we going to find this? Uh, it will be on the Max Fun bonus feed. Oh, okay. I feel like I should find another woman host of a Max Fun show and do a, do a live viewing commentary on Doc Hollywood. Oh, there we go. Oh, that's fun. Because I love pointing out to people that Doc Hollywood with Michael J. Fox is essentially Cars. Right. But as a earlier live action film. Do the makers of Cars admit this or is it just sort of obvious? I've never seen anyone actually put it to them. Interesting. You got to do it. But 
We just assume. I have a friend who works at Disney Animation who could probably hook you up. <laughs> you could ask them. <laughs> but I can't. We'll talk uh, yeah, like. off offline. Let yeah. me know. <laughs> Want to know your connections? One more thing I have to do, Ross. Yeah. So, Max Fun sent this, set this, uh, this goal. Then yeah, I I learned about this after it was a <laughs> fate accompli. <laughs> Max Fun wanted to get to twenty five thousand new and upgrading members across the entire network. Yeah, yeah. And ambitious goal. A, an ambitious. Thank you, because uh, we were crawling toward it. We all weren't totally positive we'd make it this year, and so I said, "Well, if we get to twenty five thousand nine hundred and ninety nine, I will get a tattoo somewhere on my body that says, I'm sure it's all true.'" <laughs> uh, and then they did it. Yep, they got there. And now I have to get this tattoo. I remember shortly after you told me that and said, it looks like it's going to happen. I went to the website and I saw 26,001. <laughs> God. <laughs> I hope you screenshotted that. Oh, I don't think I did, but no, I told no. you immediately. Oh, okay. Mm. Uh, yeah, I think I was in the Max Fun live show right around <laughs> then. Um, yeah, so... I'm going to be getting a tattoo that says, I'm sure it's all true. But I get to pick where on my body it goes. I can be very discreet about it. Okay. So that's happening. <laughs> I, you know, I love the show. It'll be, it'll, it'll be a uh, part of me forever. These are good problems to have. Yes. Thank you, absolutely. listeners. So you got us to 3,153 total. About. Uh, which is how I told it to carry, <laughs> which is amazing. Thank you so much. Yes. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. For your outpouring of love and support. I admit, partway through, I was like, oh no, we might not make it to the 3,000. But you know what? We did. And we then did. Some. Thank you. Um, oh, and we also have some news about a development at MaxFun that's very exciting. Yes. So some people have been asking for, for a minute for transcriptions. Mm-hmm. And this has always seemed like something MaxFun wanted to provide, but that was very cost prohibitive and yeah. just a, a hard thing to take on. Tr- transcription is a lot of work and you yes. got to pay those workers doing their good work. Yeah, And totally. we had for a while, there was a really cool service that had been transcribing our shows and uh, they went away, maybe yeah. just because it is hard to find a model for doing that. Yeah. And uh, we were sad about that. So Max Fun is making a commitment to transcribe many of its shows and go back into the back catalog as well. The McElroys are going to be funding their own transcriptions, which I think is amazing. Oh, wow. That's great. Super hats off to them. Not that super hats off is a phrase, <laughs> but it is now. And They wear super hats a lot. And Maximum Fun is including a segment of their shows in this first round, this first uh, rollout. And uh, we get to be part of that. Yeah, they only chose a handful of shows. It's definitely an honor to be picked among them. Yes, and we're so excited that our podcast will be more accessible and uh, more useful. Yeah, hopefully. Just a warning, this is like a trial thing. They're going to see how this works and also just whether people receive it and want it Mm -hmm. um, because MaxFun's a small operation and this is going to require quite a bit of capital. So Yeah, um, and it's not happening right away or anything, but it's just it's a super cool move yeah so if this is something you want and appreciate be sure to share it with your friends and utilize it so that max fun uh knows that you're that you like it yeah woohoo um one other thing oh well much like this episode is complete um drew's and my relationship is complete uh yeah so um this is not april fools this is not april Fool. god can you imagine god that would be the worst april fool I've been trying to think of it, you know, as not over, or I certainly don't think it's failed. Just complete. And, uh, and, uh, like L. Ron Hubbard. Like L. Ron 
Tell me about that. He didn't, Tell me what's going on in your head right now. Well, he didn't actually die. Oh, he just, okay. He moved on to the next phase of research. If a single other person compares this breakup to L. Ron Hubbard, I'll give you $100. You know, it's a lot like Mary Baker Eddy, <laughs> because she also did not die, because... There is no death. Death is illusion. I was just Matter trying to illusion. explain that to my friend, Abe. Like, no, death isn't real. Uh, yeah. But to anyway, bring it back. Uh, to, to bring it on back, you, no one needs to be mad at either of us. Like, we're both doing great. We both really love each other. We're both still friends. Drew's uh, still a wonderful guy, and Carrie's yes. still a wonderful gal. That's right. So... So, you know, there's no need to be extremely sad either. Like we're both, we genuinely are both doing okay. But we both also know that this relationship has meant a lot to people. And so we wanted to share this new part of it where we become friends. So Andrew's been such a great part of the show as well. Yeah. So yeah. He, he remains our friend and a wonderful, wonderful person. Yeah, exactly. So that's that. Um, Ella's doing great. Hey, Ella. She's over there on a blanket. Here's a little tidbit from behind the scenes of our audio whenever ross comes over ella's like it is time for me to eat Mm -hmm. all of the kibble as loudly as i can Mm -hmm. and drink all of the water as loudly as i can even though it's 10 p.m and i could have been doing this all day well and i always assume that's normal because that's what i see her doing nope okay she will wait all day and then she gets excited by a visitor and she's like you know what I just realized I'm hungry and thirsty. (laughs) That's my dog. Well, are those all our updates? I think so. Okay. Well, thanks everybody for listening to this extra little tiny episode thrown in after our April Fool's episode. Thanks for being there for us and I hope you enjoy our ongoing adventures. And all the episodes from here out will be real. And remember, eat whatever you goddamn want to. (laughs) And we like you as you are. 